Hello, and welcome to Moving Markets by Julius Baer. Please listen to the important legal information at the end of this podcast. Good morning. My name is John T. Warris, and coming up on today's show, we'll have an update from Dr. Damien Ung on developments in the world of cancer immunotherapy. But first, let's start off with a brief overview of what's been happening in the markets. Policymakers at the US Federal Reserve yesterday announced that they will raise borrowing costs in a bid to control inflation, with the New York Fed chief John Williams saying that he sees interest rates going a little higher than what he envisioned two months ago. This is on the back of stronger demand for labour and higher underlying inflation, which in his words suggests a moderately higher path for policy relative to September. The pace of interest hikes is expected to slow, but the rates look set to peak higher than anticipated a few months ago. Staying in the US, all major indices were down by 1.5-2% to on the back of this hawkish rhetoric by the Fed yesterday, and the widespread pandemic and social unrest in China. US Treasuries advanced slightly with the 10-year up 0.4 basis points to 3.70, and the 2-year up 0.3 basis points to 4.45. US equity futures are currently pointing to a positive open later today. In other news, UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak last night gave his first major foreign policy speech where he called for robust pragmatism towards China, which is being perceived as rather mixed messaging to many pundits. In his speech, he referred to China as a systemic threat, but for many within his already fragile Conservative Party, he didn't go far enough and seems to have softened his stance from what he said in the summer before becoming Prime Minister. In APAC, Chinese stocks have strongly rebounded as the nationwide unrest over the government's draconian COVID restrictions begin to show signs of easing. The Hang Seng was up by about 3.8% when I checked a moment ago. The Chinese government is scheduled to hold a press briefing at local time 3pm today on the implementation of the virus prevention and control measures. The US dollar and treasuries are weaker on this improved risk sentiment, while oil has advanced on speculation over OPEC plus supply, supply restrictions. In Europe, EU talks on a Russian oil price cap remain at an impasse. Poland and the Baltic states are unhappy about the price limit of $62 a barrel, saying it is still too high following further negotiations yesterday. European equity futures are pointing to a mixed open this morning. Taking a brief look at commodities, gold finished down 0.8% yesterday, while WTI crude settled up 1.3%. Bitcoin futures are down by by, uh, 2.1%, and now trading back below the $16,000 mark. Looking ahead to today, we're expecting US consumer confidence and German inflation figures, Japanese retail sales numbers, and we have GDP data releases out of Sweden and Switzerland. And in the UK, the Bank of England will today kick off the sale of government bonds it bought as part of its emergency intervention to halt the chaos in UK markets under Liz Truss's short premiership. And that's all from me for today. I'd now like to welcome Damien Ung, Next Generation Research Analyst to the show will speak to us about oncology and the immunotherapy industry. Damien, over to you. Thank you, John T, for the kind introduction. My brief presentation today is based on the research focus that I published two weeks ago with the title, Genomics, the Power of Cancer Immunotherapy. So the global immunotherapy industry holds great promise in the revolution of oncology. In the United States alone, oncology is expected, estimated, to be worth over $500 billion by the year 2040, more than that projected for other therapeutic areas like cardiovascular diseases and dermatology. Now, for your reference, oncology is estimated to be worth under $200 billion in 2020. 
So although immunotherapy only works for a handful of cancers at present, it is a cause for great hope in treating patients with cancers relating to melanoma, lymphoma, lung, kidney, and bladder, as the therapy can harness the power of the individual's immune system against tumor cells. In other words, people with a medical condition will have a better chance of survival and recovery thanks to the availability of immunotherapy with or without other forms of treatment like chemotherapy, surgery, and radiation therapy, the so-called three main pillars of traditional cancer treatment. Therefore, we are of the opinion that long-term investors should maintain a constructive view of genomics investment space. The rising occurrence of cancer worldwide and increasing government support for nurturing homegrown national champions are some of the key drivers for the global oncology industry. Now, just adding here, the global oncology industry remains largely characterized by large pharma companies and the cancer immunotherapy sector, which broadly comprises pure play firms with much lower market capitalization plus privately held biotech companies. So for this reason, pure play immunotherapy companies often have a very different and much higher risk profile than the established large pharma companies. So that means that the reward may be extremely high, the risk is extremely high as well, especially in the case of single company investments. So therefore we recommend investing in oncology overall. We believe that over time, this area will expand its footprint in immunotherapy in order to offer the most holistic and personalized cancer treatments possible. So with that, I'd like to hand over back to you, John T. Thank you very much. Thanks very much for your insights, Damien. And that concludes today's episode. Thanks for tuning in, and please do join us again tomorrow. Goodbye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Beyond Markets is a weekly podcast where Julius Bear experts and external speakers discuss some of the latest market developments. They share their key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape and present practical advice. Search for Beyond Markets on your favourite podcast player.